Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everyone, this is Shadows. And Chaos. We're from the Shadows of the Moon podcast. We're here to tell you about Anchor, and how it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I heard it's free. It is free. There's also a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So I don't have to upload and change platforms? Nope, not at all. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Without me having to do it? Yep, and you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Are you kidding me? Not at all. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead on over, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. And that's with a capital A. Reading, I got enthralled in the what I was reading. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Time to come up. Did it? I hope they don't knock out our Wi Fi. That would suck. Hey, kitten girl, how are you? Welcome. I forgot what I was doing. Oh, there Magnet. Okay. Hey, Pammy. How you doing, hon? Welcome. Oh, my damn old messed up. Oh, no. Oh, God. Good to hear, kitten girl. All right, Pammy, hear it back. How the hell did I get some damn twisted up like that? Oh, wow. We're doing all right for a Monday. My magnitude. All right. Not, we're just getting everything set up. Sorry, I was I didn't realize I've got. Hey Nicole, I I got reading the articles that I'm talking about today, and all of a sudden, he's like, "It's ten o'clock." I'm like, "Oh shit!" Good morning, everybody. I got about three days till I go back to work. <laughs> yes, three days. All right, guys. So today on today's show, we're talking about mirrors. Doing good, Sid. How you doing, Sid? Good morning. Lindsay, good morning. Nicole, Pammy, kitten. <laughs> Sid. Who did I miss? I missed somebody. No, I think I got who. Got them all. Okay. Oh, Lindsay. That's who I missed. I didn't see Lindsay come in. She popped in right after Nicole. Oh, hi, Lindsay. 
You're sore. You're what are you sore. Do? What yeah. are you doing over there, Sid? He, he probably got shocked putting up a ceiling fan. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was putting up a ceiling fan. <laughs> well, happy Monday to you, Lindsay. Do you plan on putting your magnet in? Or? Apparently not. I'm waiting for five after. Well, then I'll be done five minutes before you. <laughs> How is everybody? Yeah, so today on the show, we're talking on the first half of the show, we're asking what your thoughts are on mirrors. We talk about the history of haunted mirrors. Some questions we'll be asking are why we think they're so haunted. Can they use we contact the other side? Can they trap spirits? And can they make a vortex? Then, of course, we're going to have the paranormal legend of the week, which is most haunted house hides the tale of a young girl who fell in love with the devil. Damn, she put up the gazebo yesterday. That's why oh, I'm sore. No wonder <laughs> you're sore. Hell yeah. So, as always, if you're listening on the podcast portion of this, I invite you to come on over to the live shows. Well, we invite you. I got to reword all this. <laughs> we invite you to come on over to the live shows and jump in the conversation course we invite everybody to come on over and as always on the second half of the show it's your turn to call in or click the link in chat to come up on the panel and tell us your opinion on these stories we never have a second half of a show i know because i always oh. thank you so much for the ice creams that said it never showed up on mine they're not showing up on yours uh-uh damn it tidy labs what the hell i hear the sound i hear it too oh my god out of my dresser mirror my brother brought in our house ah yeah see see let me go ahead and get this party started um as soon as i find the intro we'll be golden oh there it is here we go watch your ears so the week begins good monday morning from valdez alaska welcome to the shadows of the moon show it is monday morning and we are live on YouTube, Facebook, DLive, Twitch, and Mixer under the same name. So come on in and join the fun and get into the conversation. Just like always, Mondays are about Monday Musings, which is all about paranormal talk. We share stories from the internet and, of course, your stories live on air. Without further ado, let's get started. And now, coming to you live from Alaska, here's a woman that has been around many moons and has seen many shadows. Here is your host, Shadows of the Moon. Good, good morning, morning, Patrick. Hey, Patrick, good morning. How are you? Yeah, I can't wait to see them pictures. Pammy says she's going to send you pictures. Awesome, awesome. I love it when people send me pictures. How is everybody? How are you? How was your weekend? Sorry, we didn't go live Friday. It's been, I don't know, with that diesel and everything, they haven't ran it in a couple days, which is so freaking nice. I feel so much better um, with the construction going on in front. It, it took a toll on me Friday. Yes. How are you, Mr. Chaos? Uh, a little chaotic. A little chaotic? 
<laughs> we both woke up really tired today. We went to bed at a normal time, right? Yeah, it was right around 10, 1030. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell's going on. Not enough coffee yet, I guess. She doesn't make enough for two of us. It's just her. I don't want to hear it because you tell me that my coffee tastes like Rotar. Well, no, I, I didn't say it tastes like Rotar. I said you could tar a road with it. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> so if you are new here and you're wondering what these magnets are all about, we have magnets on our foreheads. We did a story a couple weeks ago, almost a month ago now, right? Well, no, this is only day 21. It's three weeks, a little over, about three weeks ago. About how magnets can affect your, um, take the calcium buildup off your pineal gland, your third eye. So being the people that we are, we decided we we're going to try, try it. it. Why not? And see what happens. So the guy wore it 30 minutes for 30 days. And apparently the melt, the walls melted and he could see into the astral plane. So here we are. <laughs> and of course, if you have any experiments that you'd like us to try that won't kill us or maim us. Or make us run naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't want that because we don't want to scare you guys away. Yeah, because um, we're, we're getting old. There it is. Thank, thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick, for the ice cream. That one just, now that one popped up. That one popped up. Um, send them to Shadows of the Moon 1 at yahoo.com or Shadows of the Moons with an S at yahoo.com. All the descriptions and links are in the just or all the description. All the links and everything are down below in the description. They should be. So anyway, how are you guys? I hope all is well with you. How much coffee is left out there? There might be an I turned it off though, so it might be chilly. Apparently he's going to get his coffee. <laughs> so yeah, today we're talking about mirrors. Hey, Skook. <laughs> That's right. And Patrick, you should feel special. All you guys hopefully feel special in my chat. Um, yeah, it popped, it, it popped up. At least it didn't poop up, right? Um, no, before Sid had sent ice creams and they didn't pop up. So I'm glad that they're working now. But you guys are so used to how these streams go. Something breaks down somewhere. And every single stream. <laughs> Mirrors. Raymond Moody uses them. Uses them. Yeah, I use them. I, I've used them for many years. Okay. I haven't, of course, scrying is a big part. Um, hey, Freaky Geek. Welcome, welcome. Hope you're doing well. Um, Hello, Freaky. Hello, Scooch. Sorry, I was getting coffee. There wasn't up good. Well. Somewhat. Yeah. Um, I've used, um, yeah, black mirrors for scrying. It's the same, basically the same thing you do with either, you know, what if you're scrying into your crystal ball or if you're scrying with water. It's the same concept. Basically, you relax your, well, at least what I do. Um. And there are other methods for it, but the way I do it, what comes quicker for me is if I relax my eyes and like the outer layer will become like a gray fog. Um, and then it'll 
go into pictures and everything. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same thing with the crystal ball, black mirror, um, water scrying, like I said. Good morning, Eli. Good morning, Eli. How are you? So, yeah, I was thinking, why not talk about... Well, Freaky Geek, you can make your own black mirror. It depends. I mean, there are black mirrors out there. It's a, a lot of people use obsidian stones for black mirrors, per se. Um, like, I sell uh, in my store obsidian scrying mirrors. But you can also cheat, too, which I've always done. Hey, Joanne, how are you, hon? Welcome, welcome. There she is. <laughs> um, where... I'm taking, you know, you go and you buy a picture frame at the store, right? You take out the glass and you spray paint the back of it, like go over it a couple times, black. And once that's dry, you just put the picture back, frame back together and boom, you got yourself a black mirror. So, I mean, it can be easily done, you know. See, I'm not a good seller when it comes to things. I'm like... <laughs> That's why I don't work for Lowe's. <laughs> well, there's no Lowe's here anyway, but. <laughs> you know, what What are you going to. Well, yeah, and we're going to talk about that, Scoog. I mean, we're not going to talk about Raymond Moody. I don't think. Could be. His name could come up. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I I got on this kick where I wanted to make a devil's toy box. And, hey, like, Heather. But Eddie won't let me. Hey, Heather. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, take uh, it easy, right? Yeah, just rest and relax. I'm sorry you're going through that, hon. But, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I wanted to make a devil's toy box, and Eddie won't let me. Nope, it's got the word devil in it. We don't need it. You don't even know what it is. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a bummer, guys. I probably ain't going to be here for tomorrow's show. Yeah. I got to go start computer training. Yeah. So he's not going to be here for tomorrow. So, Freaky Geek, again, you're going to have to wait for his story. <laughs> Why is it always on Tuesdays? <laughs> We're doing good, Heather. Thank you so much for asking. Damn it, you're never going to get your story read. <laughs> I didn't ask you that. <laughs> See, Patrick, it don't sound good. <laughs> oh, my God, Ron. Thank you. Wow, Ron. Good morning. He knows how to make an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Ron just comes in blasting through that door. How are you, Ron? <laughs> Thank you so much for the resub for well, two months. That's awesome. Thank you. Now you could go live after he naps from work and tell a story. I know, right? He did something. There is a good chance I might make it back before the end of the show, though. Yeah, it depends on how bad the CBLs are. Well, I just skim through them anyway. I know we all do. I'm faking until I make it. You know, I don't care. I have Gemini's. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, Scook. I do that too. I, I 
jump around all that you know that's why i can't stay focused i mean it doesn't help that i'm sure i got adhd but <laughs> yeah scoots i feel a lot better i mean it really wasn't that i was sick i, mean, I just couldn't get my voice back yeah yeah well you did <laughs> your stomach was upset that well it was a couple for, days. for a couple of days yeah and that went away and then i just couldn't get my uh voice back yeah Gemini rising, freaky geek, horoscope, sign. Not me. I'm half man, half ass. Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Libra. So I don't like conflict, which is very true. No, that's not always true. You're welcome, freaky geek. What does that mean? Wait a minute. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? So I figured we'd go over the history of haunted mirrors, right? So mirrors are often thought of as haunted, disturbing, make the gazer uneasy. And I will say in my first years of uh, going down my path and when like mirrors would have brought up, because I am, I'm, I love mirrors, not looking at myself, but I love mirrors, but they've always tended, they give me the willies. I guess that's a good word for it. I'm not scared of them per se. It just gives me the EVGs. Yeah. You know, so in the first years of my past. Oh, no. Jill's brother's uh, in, uh, in the hospital. Oh, well, prayers to him. Absolutely. Eli, prayers to him. Oh, you're hard-headed, Patrick. <laughs> He's a ram. He's a Taurus. Or, uh, Scoop's a Taurus. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick scenarios. Yeah. He's, well, Taurus is hard-headed, too. You're right, Heather. Yeah. Some people do think they are poor. Yeah, Heather. I, I definitely, like, the one downstairs, I swear to God, that one is. It's very active. That's why we used to do a lot of uh, ghost hunting down there yeah. because of that. I swear to God, that's where, um, oh, Lindsay's a Leo. Well, what'd you do? Ron's thinking. <laughs> what are you thinking me for, Ron? What did I do? <laughs> I don't know what I did. Oh, I, oh, <laughs> we know, no, <laughs> you're human. Well, freaky, you're the only one. See, that's why you're freaky. No, that's scary though. Cause he says, I think I'm human. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, that's true. Um, but Patrick will tell you, I think that's where that cat came from. Was that mirror? I'm telling you. Oh, the one that he's seen. Yeah. What yeah. behind you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, we don't have animals here. No, we're not allowed. We live in a hotel. Um, but yeah, that mirror downstairs. And since we, like, I mean, we had the, the our staffs covering it. Um, and then when we did ghost hunting, we took them off and everything. And it, it definitely seemed to get more active in the room. Um, even my coworker was like, He'd sit there and be like, you took the staffs off, didn't you? Because he'll hear knocks on the doors or doors opening and closing, and there's, like, nobody around. 
in the door opening or closing, mind you, was in our room. Yes, Heather. They did because when they would cover the doors and open or cover cover the doors, cover the mirrors and open the window, yep. so their spirit would fly out and wouldn't get trapped in the mirror. Freaky Geek says he's a featherless chicken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that works too. We allow them here. We allow everybody here. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and yeah, so like I said, when I first started my path and we we're, you know, first discovering, you know, what kind of stuff to do in that, scrying made me very uneasy. It don't really anymore. But it used to. Uh, you kind of figured that, uh, Freaky. <laughs> he, he's not the kind of chicken you consume. Oh, okay. Thanks for letting us know. We would have came after you. Yeah, Patrick. That was that was uh, the room we were staying in downstairs. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was a wild night. That was a very wild night. Now, there was a couple of times, though, that the staffs, we had... Uh, Two staffs. I said staffs. I know. Well, I'm sure they understand it's plural. It's got the damn mess on it. I wasn't correcting you or anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Miss Carrie. Thank you so much for the ice cream. Thank you, Carrie. But we'd be sitting there watching TV or Missy be uh, playing around on her laptop. And out of nowhere, Bolton Staz would just get knocked over. Yeah, nobody walking around, nothing, nobody above us. You know. It, yeah, those... Please to be scared to have their future taken. Thank, Thank you, Ron. Ron. Yeah, dance. I tried to get him to dance. <laughs> Nobody wants to see this old man get up and boogie. Yes, it took their souls. You're exactly right, Heather. True enough. True enough. Yes. That's why the Amish don't like to have their picture taken. They think it's evil. The Amish think everything's evil. Well, yeah. Well, everything that scared them, they thought was well, evil. They, they think they're starting to realize, too, they're, they're not as much above the law as they think they are. I'm starting to read about more DUIs and horse and buggy by Amish people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My arms get to <laughs> I know. And that happens Hi, Lisa. when you get older. Hey, Lisa. So mirrors are often thought of as haunted, disturbing, and make the gazer uneasy. Why are mirrors surrounding by superstition and haunted tales? And what is the history behind the looking glass? The ancient Romans believed that mirrors or any reflective surface was the reflection of the human soul. And they must not be misused or something terrible could happen and the soul could be lost. Many cultures all around the world feel that mirrors are portals to the other worlds, predictors for the future, and windows to the afterlife. Some cultures believe that mirrors can watch you as you watch them, a sort of two-way viewing screen in other to other dimensions. There is a century-old practice of covering the mirrors in a house when loved one is dying and the superstition goes it's due to the fact that you might see death or the devil himself in the reflection coming to gather the soul of the departed that's cool Nicole 
whatever he's doing, just let him know that we say hi. Definitely. <laughs> and as a superstition, um, and, and in the same vein, some say the dead get confused and pass into the mirror instead of the realm where they're intended to go after death. See, I didn't know about that. That's, yes, Carrie likes crying. Um, so, now I knew about the whole death thing, but I didn't know that you could, they thought you could catch a glimpse of death, the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Or the devil coming to get, wow. No, no, Nicole, nobody's getting up and going boogie woogie. <laughs> yes, make sure Andy has clothes on, please. Scoop's got a new video up. Oh, I will definitely check it out, Scoop. Definitely. <laughs> Covering the mirror helps them pass with ease. The Victorians used heavy black cloth on all mirrors in the homes of the newly deceased, as their fear and belief in spiritualism was strong in their belief was the afterlife and the protection of the relatives even stronger. Victorians were obsessed with the spiritual movements in investigation into spirits and seances communicating with the dead. From their, is, excuse me, from their interest came parlor and mirror games that even exist today. Felt like I had a sneeze. Like chanting Bloody Mary into a mirror three times to see if she will show, or lighting a candle and watching your future husband show his face behind you that was a big thing back in the day or you could communicate with your loved ones they would set up rooms with big ass mirrors in them you said future husband i thought it was always your past husband no no you already know your past husband what no, then you would see his face you mean past as in deceased yeah right yeah well they I would have say the <laughs> well that's what i think <laughs> That's, and that they used to have the big ass mirrors, and they'd have a room that was like covered in, in velvet black cloth, and you would go in and stare at this mirror. Mirrors proved endless amusement and still do in Halloween and children's slumber parties. Mirrors were made in early conception with silver as, as a backing to them, which made them turn black over time as silver oxidized. Due to this process, the mirror took an otherworldly appearance, allowing the human eye to matrix shapes in the oxidation patterns that would form on the glass. And that's what you have to be careful of, too, is the old mirrors. And you know what, too, the globe mirrors. I used to love them. Exactly though. right, Patrick. And they would open the windows so the soul could actually escape. Yep. Um, the globe, the circle mirrors. Yeah, they're the old Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love those mirrors. Now, you, you brought up uh, Bloody Mary. Yeah. And, and now, guys, I, I brought this up. Thank, Thank you. you for the ice cream scoop. Uh, I brought this up the shadows before. I said, could you imagine being on a house of mirrors, going right to the center of it and doing Bloody Mary? <laughs> yeah, now that's that would be creepy. <laughs> that would be creepy. Um. And that's kind of like the House of Mirrors is kind of like the Devil's play their toy box. That's why we're not getting the game yet. Well, it's not a huge, per se. It doesn't matter how big it is. <laughs> he just won't let me do it. Oh, yeah, Carrie, I love those mirrors, the old Victorian. Oh, God, they're so gorgeous. 
And they're heavy too, though. Yeah, they're very heavy. But you, that's what one thing you got to be careful when you're going ghost hunting and stuff. And you see one of those old victims because of the oxidation. I mean, yeah, there's time. My aunt had one. My aunt did. And she had one. And there was like some creepy ass oxidation going on in there that looked like. But it looks like there's a shadow in it. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be laying, you know, like she'd let me sleep in her bed at night while she was still up and everything. And I'd be there laying there like. I remember being a little girl being like, what the hell is that in the mirror? You know? <laughs> but the story of Bloody Mary is just a wise tale, not a true story. It actually, Patrick, stems back to um, Queen Elizabeth and her sister. Myrtle's Plantation. Yes, that's in the story, too. Um, let me figure out where the hell I was. Uh can't even figure out where she is. I know. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm in Alaska. <laughs> Mirrors also fog and blotch as steam creates a layer of condensation. That's my biggest fear about mirrors. Is when they start fogging over? When they fog over, I'm scared there's going to be writing on it. You know, <laughs> do you well, know? Look at that window down the hall. Yeah, yeah. When Alex helped me. Yeah, our, our co-workers, that, uh, we were messing with him. And he comes down, he knocks on the door, and he asks me, I said, no, we haven't even left the room. He was doing steaming carpets. And he goes, uh, come down here for a minute. So we go down there, and he opens the door, and he says, look at the windows. What do you see? And it, I I couldn't see anything. And he, so he walks closer, and he says, look. And it says, help me. And it was wrote with a finger. And he swore to God it was not on there the whole time he was in the room. He don't play tricks like that. He thought we were messing with them. Yeah, but he had left to go get clean water for the steam cleaner and he came back and there it was on the window It said, help me. Yeah, so he was a little freaked out. We'll, we'll ask yeah. What is we'll ask you? Are you saying Wasilla? That's what I thought it was at first when I read it as Wasilla. No, I'm not in Wasilla, Alaska. Unless you just misunderstood saying Alaska. I don't know. But yeah, it was it was definitely freaky. I, and Eddie, being the person that he is, he grabbed the freaking, his uh, dousing rods. K2. The K2. Was that the only two things you yeah. grabbed? And went down there, but he didn't get anything. <laughs> He's like, and it's so funny. You have to realize, like, Eddie's always been the skeptic or one that like, uh-uh, I ain't doing that. That shit's not right. You know, for him, it was like a proud moment for me when he's like, well, I got to grab the dogs and rods and the K2. It was like, holy hell, like before he would never do that. So it was like a proud moment for me. <laughs> Damn, Andy. Shh, don't say anything. Cole's in the room. Talk about forking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Andy? All right. He's not my manslave. <laughs> All right, who the hell's got that kind of mouth now? Who do you think? It's got to be freaky. No, no. Oh. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly, Patrick. Yeah, they're not made of silver anymore. 
but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely different mirrors today than what it was. That's why I love those old Victorian mirrors, though. Um, so one of the most famous mirrors in the world is a large mirror that hangs at the Myrtles Plantation in Louisiana, said to be the most haunted place in America. Many guests report seeing apparitions and ghostly faces within the mirror. The story is that the plantation worker murdered a family in a house, trapping their reflection in the mirror at the time of the murders. Some say they, were, they hear cries for help coming from the mirror itself. Of course, another famous mirror is reported to be haunted, Bella Lugosi's mirror. He was known, you know, he was originally Dracula, the original Dracula in 1930s. And it was rumored that he was into the occult and would use the mirror to try to contact and scry or see into the mirror to communicate with spirits. Some say he did this and it became a portal and is haunted. Um, the mirror was later in a room after Lugosi's death and in this room a murder took place. Some people say that the mirror picked up all the energy of this murder. Which, if it was a portal, makes sense. I still got a few minutes, right? You got two minutes left. Okay. Uh, and did you, did, you, did you get a copyright protection on that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right, Heather. Zach Baggins does have the mirror in his museum. You, you know one thing, though, that Zach Baggins, his show, every place he goes to, all you hear him say is, this has got to be the most honest place we've ever investigated. And he says it did, every single one. <laughs> okay, so um Alright Pam, y'all look at them. <laughs> Many psychologists say that mirrors work on a psychological roots and disturb us because it's hard to see and interpret our own image, our sense of self, matrixing or identifying shapes that aren't there so the brain has some tangible form to view with nothingness. Shapes by candlelight or low light also cause the human eye to create forms and shapes that are not there. The, the product of brain, a brain desperate to make order out of the chaos. It's your fault. The chaos in the brain. I have to agree with Scoops. She says I think he is the one that's haunted sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's definitely got some... Him and Aaron. Yeah, but Aaron's funny. True. So this led me to find this article, which is scientists are searching for a mirror universe. Which is really pretty freaking cool. Why 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 wouldn't it be? I mean, if Mars was identical to Earth before right. it, it Right. Uh, I mean, there's a mere planet right there. So at Oak Orchard National Laboratory in eastern Tennessee, physicist Leah Brosser is trying to open a portal to a parallel universe. Yeah, definitely, Heather, I agree. Oh, my God. <laughs> she calls it oscillation. That would lead her to mirror matter. But the idea is fundamentally the same. In the series of experiments, she plans to run at Oak Ridge this summer, which was this was in June of 2019. So I would I would 
really, I didn't have time to find a follow-up to see if she did it and what happened, but I definitely will. Um, she'll send a beam of subatomic particles down a 50-foot tunnel past a powerful magnet and into an impenetrable wall. If the setup is just right and if the universe cooperates, some of those particles will transform into mirror image versions of themselves. Isn't that interesting? I don't know, maybe because I'm a science geek, I love shit like this. <laughs> if that happens, Frostard will have uncovered the first evidence of a mirror world right along our own. What, parallel universe. Right. What started her on this track was thinking about um, dark matter. And like dark matter, you can't, obviously can't see um, unless you're looking up to space. But, you know, dark matter is all around us anyway. Yeah. So she was trying to think of how to see dark matter like in a mirror because it would be hard because you only see that one section. Um, as with many grand scientific quests, the hunt for mirror matter grew out of a small, seemingly historic mystery. Starting in the 1990s, physicists developed high-precision experiments to study how neutrons, particles found in nuclei of atoms, break down into protons, a process related to radioactivity, but those experiments took a strange turn. Researchers found out that neutrons created in particle beams, similar to the one Brossard will use, lasted 14 minutes and 48 seconds on average before decaying into protons. Hurry back, Scoops. Hurry back, Scoop. I remember the name, Patrick, uh, the movie The Mist. Yes. But neutrons stored in a laboratory bottle seem to break down a bit faster in 14 minutes and 38 seconds, so 10 seconds quicker. 10 seconds might not sound like a lot, but the actual difference should be zero. All neutrons are exactly the same and their behavior should depend on not one bit on where or how they were examined. So she take, you know, this guy says, I take discrepancy very seriously. A particle, he's a particle physicist, Benjamin Greenstein, Greenstein, um, a particle physicist. It's not just between two experiments, it's a collection of many experiments done independently by several groups. So it's going to be interesting on what they find, like if, because they're going to go in to the mirror, shoot the, you know, and see if the neurons or neutrons change in there, if it's different in there. And if they prove it's different in there, then guess what? Frost's goal is to find out if the, the portal really exists, and if so, to open it in a methodical way. That's where her neutron beam and impenetrable, impenetrable wall comes into play. Oak Ridge has an 85 megawatt nuclear reactor that can shoot out billions of neutrons on demand. So getting raw material to work with, with oh, it's not an issue. The hard part is to figure out how to make some of the neutrons cross over to the <laughs> real world. 
and then prove to her skeptical colleagues and to her skeptical self that it really happened. So it's definitely very interesting to me. And if you want to read more, the I got it linked down in the description. I'm done, right? I started getting a little bit of a headache. That's what made me think of it. You know what I like about this group of people? Huh? They're all very knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. And, and it's like if they don't know, they won't fake what they do. Right, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, there we go. Um. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. I would love it. I, I definitely want to look this up in. Um... Thank you for the follow. I'll thank you too, even though I can't see it. This Prince, Prince. Hopefully I said that right. Uh, that was crazy. Bobby Megan. I all oh, that was. That was crazy. That was a crazy night. I remember watching that yeah. episode. That was just insane. That was with Debbie and Mark. Yep. That was, yeah, that was very crazy. Um, so it's I definitely want to follow up with this article to figure out to see if they actually got it done. So, or if anybody searches it, let me know if you can find. Trump went to Switzerland. They opened up a portal and looked like a demon coming through. And Patrick said he's seen it. Unless uh, he might be, he might be talking about the portal between. Yeah. Uh, um. That sounds familiar, Ron. It might be in some of the pictures that I've seen of the like the astral world or something. I don't know. And he says, except me, uh, even Nicole has come to the conclusion I'm full of shit, good shit, bad shit, and okay shit. But it's all <laughs> shit between my ears. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought, I, I came upon this article and I thought it was interesting. Did any of you guys lucid dream? What? Do you lucid dream? Oh, I thought you said lose. I was going to say, I can't remember. How the hell am I going to lose them? <laughs> No, lucid dreaming is where you're in control of your dreams. Like, I lucid dream because I, I wake myself. That's why I get the headaches. I wake myself up out of dreams all the time. I have no idea. Um, whether I'm lucid in the dream, I can't remember. But here's an experiment if you're interested. And the link is down below also. So the mirror experiment. So it says mirror pre mirrors present an interesting puzzle in lucid dreams because their main property in real life reflection is driven by the laws of physics. Yet these laws are entirely moot in dreams, which is true. Physics don't, I mean, we get some fucked up dreams. Like the other day I, I dreamt about, like I woke up, I woke up out of that dream still sleeping, but knowing that was, a, I was tripping in that dream. <laughs> I remember saying it to myself, I was still sleeping, but it was like I just woke up from that dream, still sleeping, going to myself. I was tripping in that dream because I had a dream like Teletubbies, and I never, like, dream in cartoon or anything like that. Usually my dreams are straightforward. Some, have, some people have, like, they can go to cartoon worlds and stuff like that. I've never done that. Well, well I have. Yeah? Yeah. I've never, ever done that. No? No. 
So when I had that dream, it was like I, I knew. I'm on acid. Yeah, I know. I was I was on acid and tripping in that dream. Oh, okay, Patrick. So here's an experience. <laughs> no, it's not a tune. You're right. It's not a cartoon per se, but like even a child's show. I've never dreamed like that. She was dreaming this morning. She she woke up and thought I was still sleeping right I there. I did. I thought he was still sleeping. I looked over and I thought I saw his legs. Welcome and back, then, Dukes. then it scared me because he opened up the door and said, good morning, Holly. And I was just like standing there like, who the hell's opening up that door? <laughs> but um, so here's an experiment if you want to try. If not, no nope. worries. <laughs> I just thought it would be cool to bring it up. So, in fact, the only reason that things do follow the laws of cause and effect in a dream is because we expect them to. Physical laws drive our entire consciousness experience and we carry it with us, both consciously and unconsciously, into the dream world. Every normal construct in the dream world, cars, house, human beings, bicycle, swimming pool, trees, dogs, clothing, has been drawn <laughs> from your waking experiment, or waking experiment. Well, experience? Experience, yes. If you were blue and lived on Titan, then you would no doubt dream of blue aliens and green skies every single night. Because that would be your norm. Um, Pamela says she's got pictures uh, into the woods, uh, beings peeping through of colors and look like Teletubbies. I'll send them to you. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. I would love to see them. So your dreams are heavily based on your memories and expectation. And this creates an interesting conundrum, which can explore the dream mirrors. So let's combine the ability of dream object to function independently with your unconscious expectations and what you look like in a dream. Like, has anybody looked at a mirror in a dream? And that's what this is talking about. The experience enables you to literally look at your unconscious in the face. I think I'd freak the fuck out. You think so? I mean, people have done this. And um, this one person, so it says the mirror experiment is simple enough. The next time you become lucid in a dream, increase your level of awareness as much as you can, then seek out a mirror and look into it. What do you see? Do you relate to the person in the mirror? Do they move the same time you move? Do you notice anything unusual about them? The result you can find can sometimes be scary and alarming. Now, this one person. Um, Hold on a second. Okay, what? <laughs> You take a breath. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to get to the second half of the show. I, I think I think the names that because he says I prefer the adult teletubbies. Thank you, Wakey Ross says. Never never heard of them, Andy, because I'm pretty sure they sound like porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are on adult channel after midnight, Ron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know how you think, Andy. You can't hide from us. I, I just, <laughs> as soon as I started reading the names, I'm like, that's porn. <laughs> Who called the kids show Tanky Wanky? <laughs> yeah, it's a vacuum cleaner with poo poo. Yes. Hey, Sammy. How you doing, hon? <laughs> so the results, 
they had, here's a lucid dream expert from the very first time I tried this experiment some years ago. Not me, the person writing it. I turned to face a mirror at the front door to see what I look like. It looks like me, but older, with messy hair and scary eyes. As if she reads my mind, the reflection starts to age rapidly, and I get older and older. It's like the scene from the original Time Machine movie. I sort of stop, stop motion effect. So she's seen herself get older and older in the mirror, which our unconscious, I'm sure, is very old. Well, yeah. Especially if you're reborn, you know. Yeah. My skin wrinkles and my hair goes gray, and I'm haggard. I'm an old lady with my mouth wide open. Then my teeth crumble out and fall, and I become a corpse. I just sped through my entire life. Man, that was ugly. Just wondering, time portal? Could be. <laughs> Gotta love autocorrect, don't you? Yeah, especially when you don't realize it until you send it. Yeah. It's like, man, these people are going to think I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> right? So they tried it again. They said, I looked in the mirror and my left white, my left eye is massive and bulbous. At least five times bigger than it should be and popping out of my head. I'm not surprised, though, and I poke it to see if I can dislodge the thing that's causing the scratchiness. Then it suddenly hits me that my eye should not be this big. I become lucid and get out of there fast. I don't want to see the giant eye anymore. Welcome back, Miss Kittens. Miss Kitten. Mrs. Kitten. One of them damn names. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kitten. Welcome back. Uh, Lindsay says uh, she... Most of the times, if I try to look at, a, at myself in a mirror in my dreams, I'm never able to see myself. Oh, really? So do you, like, look through yourself, Lindsay? Like, you're not standing there? You just see the back of the room? Uh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. See, I think it would be an... I'm sorry. No, I... I just got lost in my own brain here for a minute. Okay. Welcome back, Eli. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it would be an interesting experiment. I don't think I'm lucid enough. I can lucid dream that much. She, she uh, just commented back to you asking her about. Yes, it's like I'm not there. My brain will distract me from looking. Yeah. Like, I think you have to be, like, really... I don't know the word to use. You have to be really like, I want to say like lucid it up, you know? <laughs> but see, that's what I hate though. I, I, I might remember one out of a hundred dreams. And, and you say, I talk in my sleep a lot. All the time. But I never remember anything. I think probably because it's mundane stuff. You're either cooking or eating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's usually <laughs> um, that's usually what it is. Yeah, you're not conscious or yeah, lucid enough. Yeah, I I think that's how I want to think that's how it works, Lindsay. But I'm not sure. You know what I mean? I don't know how it works. Like with my dreams now, that used to be a root of of my depression was because I couldn't get to that third stage for the longest time. I never dreamt. And if I did, obviously, I don't remember. But 
That's why my doctor was like, you don't get to that third stage of sleep. Well, man, you know, back in the day when I, I was a single parent, so I didn't, you know, I was always conscious about the world around me. You, you were focused in on hearing the kids. Right. Or noises that weren't supposed to be there, you know. Um, so, but once a month I would crash out. And like, even now when I have dreams, if, you know, I'll have to go to bed and have a normal dream and wake up, right? That's what she's talking about, Heather. Uh, she, she hasn't been able to hit that uh, third stage of sleep. Yeah. So it prevents her from uh, getting going into dreams. Right. Um, Sammy says uh, the dreams that she remembers will come true. It'll keep playing over and over in her head again until, until it happens. It until it happens. That's wild, Sammy. Actually, I mean, you could be either. I know you could be either having premonitions or because you keep dreaming it, you're manifesting it in your dream, in your sleep. That would be interesting to study. Wow. That now that would that would spook me out, Andy. And he says, I keep thinking I have waking lucid dreams, but every time I go there, I usually get slapped or need in the in another and still wear the handprint the next day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Lindsay. Yeah, I can understand that. She don't get to run sleep yep. because of her pain. Yeah. Um, so but I would crash out like once a month. <laughs> I would crash out and just dream. And it felt so good. I can't even that was like my euphoria. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I would go fall out of a dream or wake up from a dream and go right back into a dream. And it was like. I've had a dream before where I, I dreamt that I was dreaming. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt the other day when I woke up and said, man, I was tripping in that dream. Like I knew. But yet I was still asleep. It wasn't like I was consciously telling myself. I was unconsciously telling myself. I dream a lot. I usually remember, but I nightmare. I don't remember it. Just the people in it. <laughs> yes, Gooks. A, a dream within a dream. Yeah. But yeah, so like when when I did crash out and have those dreams, it was it was my euphoria. It was like I can't even tell you how good it felt to actually sit there and dream. Um, but it wasn't the sleep that made me feel good. It was the dreaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, like I'll have I'll go to bed and I'll dream. Some I remember, some I can't like a normal person now. Um, but like with my mom. Those are my euphoria dreams because right. I'm hanging out. There's no kids. There's no physical elements, you know, in the way of us hanging. We're hanging out with like friends instead of mother, daughter. So I really believe she comes to me in my dreams. That's how no, I don't I, have them all the time. I believe that same says you've read uh, this thing that some people don't don't dream. I used to be like that. That's because they're not hitting that REM state of sleep. Yep. So their mind is still consciously thinking. Yeah. They won't let it shut down enough to go to sleep. Right. Like I found out last night about the whole Trezodone thing. Yeah. They tricked me. <laughs> they tricked me. 
I thought it trazodone was to help me sleep and I it was to block or yeah block the euphoric neur- neurons from getting back being sucked back into me right yeah uh heather or nicole it's like uh you're a game and you're controlling it yeah that's lucid dreaming if you can control any part of your dream while you're in that dream then that's lucid dreaming you just got to get better and better at it <laughs> Nicole building up a forearm like Popeye. <laughs> um, I didn't even see my dreams always come true, but in the future. But when they do, I get deja vu. Yes, Eli, I've done that. I've done that. Like, I've gone about, like, dreaming about working. You know, working a full day or whatnot. And then I'll go and work that full day. And it's, it's like, like didn't I already do this? Yeah, like, hey. I went to school, his face and voice coming through the stairwell. I woke up, went back to sleep, but continued, woke up and back to, yeah. That's, I've, I've done that too, Pammy. I've had that same dream where no matter how much time goes by between the dreams, it's the same, it like falls into the, right back into the same dream. Yeah, because there's something in that dream. That you that, need to know. Yeah, that they're trying to tell you. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay said she took trazodone. It made her forehead hurt, and she felt all out of sorts. Yeah, it. it what it is is, um, I was reading that last night actually. Trazodone it does make you sleepy, and that's why they usually tell you to take it at night. Um, but what it is is because, um, like in depression and anxiety, when our our euphoric neutrons basically, or whatever they're called in our brain, there's, you know, all the medical terms. I'm not a doctor, so I don't freaking know. Good morning, Cassie. Hey, Cassie. Um, We let out our serotonin. I think that's what it's called. Does that sound right? I don't know. Do I look like a doctor? I just play one on TV. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Instead of staying out there where it's supposed to, like our body sucks them back in. You, it almost sounded like you said our body fucks them back in. Well, they could do that too. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. So therefore, um, I just saw a bright light and I'm trying to figure out if I just reflected it off the remotes, but I'm not seeing anything. That was weird. I saw a bright light right here. I don't know. I didn't see anything. I was reading with that. I thought it was a reflection light, but even they're too dull to reflect. A lot of light. Oh, so freaky! I, I think he thought he heard the same thing because he said, "Thank you, Eddie." <laughs> See, you know how I speak, guys. But uh, Patrick said he had a dream where he woke up and said hi to his mother going to the bathroom. It happened three times before he woke up and was confused. Say that again. I missed that. Not oh, wow. I had a dream where I woke up and said hi to my mother going to the bathroom. Why, yeah, that would be no wonder. Yeah, I'd be confused too. Yeah, he says he, 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 I thought I was still dreaming and was not sure if I was awake. Um, I, I just want to put this out there. If, who, when you guys do send stories or pictures or whatever it may be, um, if we do have the permission to share them on the show, 
indicate that in the email. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That way we don't hold on to them. We can't find you to ask permission to show them. Right. Yeah, definitely. Please. So, I mean, so if you guys do end up trying this experiment of, of trying to see your subconscious in a mirror when you're dreaming and that, let me know how it goes. I'm going to try. I don't know. I'm not very, I mean, I lucid dream to where I wake myself up. Why I don't, why I do that. I don't know. I don't think my body's like used to fully dreaming yet all the time. Right. So it's like, oh, something's wrong. Wake up. Um. But yeah, if you guys do end up doing this, let me know and let me know how it goes or let us know. She's never going to get the we or us part in this. No, I know. I I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I've only been doing it with her for about a month now. <laughs> and keep a dream journal. It's always good to keep a dream journal anyway. I, I can't remember my dream, so but each like, one of my pages have... will be blank. <laughs> Well, yeah, you only write them when you remember them. Well, like I said, all my pages will be blank. <laughs> so here's another <laughs> example from this person's dream journal. The door to my bedroom is closed, so I tell myself there will be a field on the other side of it. But when I open the door, I just see the hallway, as I annoyingly suspected. I try again, closing the door and say there will be a sunny field on the other side. This time, but it still doesn't work. I'm not lucid enough. I leave the room, rubbing my hands together, checking, and they look normal. I keep seeing five, then six fingers on my hand and saying 10 plus 10 equals 20 to increase my lucidity. So when you're in a dream, apparently doing math. Makes you more lucid. Maybe. So keep so tell yourself 10 plus 10 equals 20. <laughs> then I see. MC square. <laughs> yeah, all right. Then I see um, a mirror in the hallway and decide this is my chance to teleport. I feel more lucid now, and this time I approach it, saying, approach it slowly, pushing my fingers through the surface of the mirror, and it becomes liquidy. It's like the house of mirrors, yeah. or um, the lock and key. Yeah. I push forward into the mirror, and finally my eyes go through, and I emerge into a big meadow with the train track running through the middle of it. It is way better than I imagined. The sky is romantic, purple, blue, pink, and orange. And the fields are beautiful wildflowers. The hills are rolling, which I had not expected. And there are mountains in a far distance. I am so overjoyed. Ricky said he's not smart enough to count when I'm awake. I don't want to see if I'm smart enough to hours. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. But it's, a, I mean, there you go. So there's a little hint on, on how to um, make yourself lucid. Yeah, in the dream. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how that works. I'm not like, like I said, I'm not a lucid dreamer, except that I wake myself up in the dream. That's why I have wake up with migraines half the time. It's because you're trying to wake yourself up with a ball bat. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like when I, <laughs> when I wake myself up, you know, you ever been in surgery, right? And you're coming, well, duh, I know that. I know you have. <laughs> but if you ever been in surgery, when you're coming out of the anesthesia, you know how you're like, like really trying to focus on what's going on? But everything's all blurry. I mean, yeah. you can hear voices. Yeah. But you can't really make out where it's coming and from. And you're trying so hard to wake up yeah. and you can't. 
like fully wake up. That's how I come out of dreams when I wake myself up. <laughs> Why do they say rolling hills? They don't move, do they? Maybe in dreams they do. Well, actually, rolling hills, the asylum, there. <laughs> no, no. If you look at the hills, yeah, they look like because of the pattern of them, it's like they're rolling downhill. Yeah. But no, That's they really true. don't move. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> yeah, being up on when you're when you're going to Rolling Hills yeah. says, yeah, I know what you're talking about on that run road. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it definitely does. And we only lived what 40 minutes from there? Not even. We lived like 10 minutes. Was it? No, we were further than 10 minutes. Yeah, because Loretta's sister lived down that road, remember? Yeah. Maybe about 20 minutes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we we weren't that far from there. Kind of like a roller coaster, Lindsay. Yeah. They just look, yeah, it looks like a yeah, roller coaster. Loops. Yeah. Or not loop de loops, but you know, little, little and There was some loop de loops in there. <laughs> Holy shit. No wonder why there's an asylum there. Right? <laughs> oh, they're doing a freaking. God, they're doing it? a steamroller. Yeah. Oh, wait. That might be the dryer or the oh, washer. That could be. So do you think you can open up portals through a mirror? I mean, I feel like. Well, freaky DA's always cold in the damn hospital anyways. Yeah. Well, they have to. Well, yeah, it's supposed to keep the, the germs down. Yeah. That reminds me of something when I... When I had my appendix out, the nurse was asking if I had a great time shopping. <laughs> Apparently, I was dreaming. <laughs> and talking in my sleep. That's funny. You know, that's funny because I've gone in. Now, I've had numerous surgeries. Like, I've had my gallbladder out, my appendix out, my tonsils out, you know, Your my ankle. leg yeah. operated on. I've had numerous three C-sections, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I wasn't out, out for them. But... Um, so I just remember like, like with my gallbladder, I had a super hot anesthesiologist and I remember laying there going, don't say anything about Todd. Don't say anything about Todd <laughs> <laughs> because I was scared that I was, because I talk my sleep and I know I do. Well, that's like when I was uh, 16 and I was going in for my first surgery because I broke my femur bone and, uh, they come in to give me two shots. One to dry out your system and the other one to start getting you loopy. Well, imagine you're 16 years old, never cussed in front of your parents. They're wheeling me down the hallway. And all I, my, my father told me, he says, okay, he says, you know what? I'm smacking the mouth. He says, but I knew you weren't there. Right. He says, I looked up and said, my mouth feels as dry as the fucking Sahara Desert. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, Cassie, it's it's scary, you know. You're like, what am I gonna talk about? Like, yeah, the only thing they give you when you first come out of surgery, though, is ice chips. That's all I ever got until I until I came completely out of the anesthesia. Lindsay, I was asking for lunch. No lie, I believe yeah, it. Yeah, he was asking for pizza. A lot of people do though when they come out of surgery. They're like so hungry. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it's it's funny. I can't imagine being an anesthesiologist because 
the shit people say. I can't, I can't, I don't know how they do it. They probably sit there with their, laugh their asses off after the surgery and they go up to their room, you know, in the break room and sit there and talk about how dumb you sounded. Probably, <laughs> probably. I, I can't, yeah. But you got to give them props though because they're not paid to knock you out. They're paid to keep you alive. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Well, yeah, I told you the story. Yeah, they're used to it. Yeah, oh, exactly, Cassie. But it's just it's just that feeling of like, don't talk in your sleep. Well, what scared me is I, I never met my surgeon before the surgery. Oh, that's right, yeah. And uh, <laughs> now I, I, I go in and I have my surgery done. And after I finally wake up from the anesthesia, and that, my surgeon comes in the room. Now, mind you, he needs a step stool to get up high enough to do the surgery on my leg. So he, he puts his hand on my leg. Now, at this point, I notice he's got two fingers missing. And I looked at him and I said, uh, he says, oh, I, I, they're in your leg. He says, I said, what, the what? <laughs> See, she had a broker femur too. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did same. Uh, just nice chips before and after surgery. I wasn't even allowed to have them before surgery. Um, I was so thirsty, not hungry. I, I think I was a little bold. They don't have a mirror in the room. Yeah, you know what, Patrick? The thing about this is so funny because, well, the last two C-sections I couldn't watch because I got older and I got grossed out. out. <laughs> yeah, I got grossed out. But my first C-section when my oldest daughter was born, I watched the whole thing through the light that they use. The, the stainless steel part of it. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Lee watched the whole thing through the, he peeked over the curtain, of course, but, but I watched the whole thing. I tried to with the other kids. I kept looking up the light, but I'd get grossed out. <laughs> Guy had two fingers missing. That explains why he's so comfortable to sit for the first few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I could find out he lost him in a drill press accident trying to work his way through medical school. <laughs> I did with my my first was emergency C section. What it is is I I you know my ex husband is short with a big head. Yes, and all the kids got the big head, so. You just copied what? But she told. Oh, are you talking about Elias Alonzo as your new stream stream boss? That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know, but I, with my first child, no, Taylor, I, I had an emergency C-section. Now with Ryan, they asked me if I wanted to try to get go natural. Then I knew it was Lee's kid, so I was like, "No, he's gonna have a big head." No, but um, no, I just felt going through when you have a C-section and then you go to try to have a natural birth. I know you don't know. I know you're looking at me like I don't freaking know. Um, they give you a checklist to go down, and I was going through the checklist, and something just told me, "No, don't try it. Don't try it." Um, Heather, I I snapped my femur bone like right in the middle. And uh, when it happened, I guess the shock made me stand up. And uh, right where the main artery wraps around your femur, my femur split apart and slid just like that. It looked like I had two femur bones. I laid in uh, traction Damn. 
for three and a half weeks. And every day they would add like a, uh, a few ounces of weights on the end of a string to pull my bone back apart. The day of my surgery, they're getting ready to wheel me out to the OR and that string went loose and my leg came down and slammed on the bed. I couldn't imagine. But luckily, I mean, it didn't hurt because I, I was already getting started loopy. But what they were worried about is that the bones would have slid back again. Yeah. But yeah. They, they never shifted. See, Scook, with mine, the reason I, I went is because um, I have a, a vitamin D deficiency and a vitamin C deficiency. And and vitamin my, B. My bones are very brittle, especially when I'm pregnant. All right, Patrick, hurry back. <laughs> Being the case, this is I get teased about this from my kids, from Eddie, from my ex-husband, because when I was pregnant with Danielle, Yuri, that comes in here, I sneezed and broke my tailbone. Oh, I give her so much hell about that. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how brittle. So, with my pelvic bones, there's just no way. Um, oh, oh, I guess I didn't. I, I guess I only swore the one time. And that's when I told my dad my mouth felt as red as a fucking Sahara Desert. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. I don't think I ever swore. I mean, I could have. If I did, my parents never told me. But, uh, yeah, Heather, uh, my femur bone, after they stretched it back apart, my right leg was two inches longer than my left leg. And they had a rod that went from my hip to my knee. So they can line the bone back up and put it back together. Are you trying to break something? <laughs> no, I'm not, Andy. <laughs> she is not pregnant, Andy. God bless America. <laughs> He's willing it. He's going to manifest it, and I'm going to be pissed. And I'm going to call him Papa if he manifests yeah, it. Say, as I'm saying that, I'm like, well, how would that work? We're going to treat it. But I had an inner bleeding oh. hemoglobin. Went down to half. Oh. Wow. Damn, that's scary. See, by well, by my third C-section, <laughs> because Danielle was my birthday baby. She yeah. was born October 17th. My birthday's October 18th. Um, I got lucky because <laughs> I wanted to go home. I, I go in there and I'm like, right after the surgery, I'm like, can I go home? You know. <laughs> I hate being in hospitals. And um, so my doctor came in the next day and uh, he's like, oh, Melissa, I hear you want to go home. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, does this have to do with your smoking? <laughs> like, a little bit. And then he looked over on the whiteboard and saw that my kids had wrote happy birthday. <laughs> he goes, oh, it's today your birthday? And I said, yes. He's like, well, he goes, let me go talk to the baby doctor. He goes, but I think she's cleared. He goes, this is your third C-section. You know what it's like. Go home and be with your family. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm getting out of here and fucking going to have a cigarette. Well, <laughs> they came in my room after my surgery, oh, obviously. Um, they came in my room and they were fitting me for a walking brace so my bone would go back together and he's taking measurements on my left leg and i'm like what are you doing he's like we're fitting you for a walking brace i said you can't measure my left leg i says my right leg's longer 
He goes, no, your legs are the same size. I says, no, it's, it's, it's not. I said, put my ankles together. So he took my ankles and he he says, oh, my God, it is longer. <laughs> but my, my damn leg, I went through the surgery. I know it's longer. I have a very high tolerance for pain, Scoop, especially when it comes to uh, mobility. Yeah. Like, I don't like, I'm a very prideful person. I don't like people doing things for me. So when it comes to like my breaking my leg or my C-section, um, my C-sections, I didn't like being where I couldn't help myself because I'm a very, like I said, I'm a very prideful person. So it's like when I just, whether I'm hurting or not, I'm going to do whatever I can, you know, my hips. <laughs> you want to explain my hips? Oh, no, it's just <laughs> disgusting. She, <laughs> Thank you. I love you, too. She can just be walking along and, boop, there goes her hip. It's out of place. Now she's walking like a, a crippled duck. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> or or um, how you have to pop my spine yeah, in there. God, no. See, my spine, like I, I most people's spines, it's hard. Mine... When mine snaps out of joint, it goes sideways. Like my whole rib cage and spine tilts. Yeah. So every once in a while, when and I can notice it because I have a hard, more hard time breathing. Um, my back, my upper back's in pain, and I feel like I need to run around with like a chicken with its head cut off, trying to pop it back into place. And nothing I do works. So I'm supposed to be in. I'm supposed to be in physical therapy for like ever. Um, so every once in a while, Eddie has to put it back in place. It's nasty as hell. To me, it feels good because it feels like it goes click, 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 click. To him, it's just. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The first time that I, they had me walking after my first surgery and that. I am one of the worst patients, Andy. I made it from my bed to my door and that was it i couldn't make it no further i couldn't even make it they actually had to put me in a wheelchair and push me five feet so i could get back into bed yeah well then again at that point i think i was already in a hospital bed for over a month without walking right yeah my knees are pretty messed up uh, Shadows can tell you that I, I don't have cartilage in either one of my knees. It's bone on bone. <laughs> That's why half the time we're like, we go to get up from having a cigarette and it's like the blind leading the blind. You know, it's like, <laughs> but all you can do is laugh. You know what I mean? And get through it. That's. Welcome back, Patrick. Welcome back, Patrick. Well, we got through one story. Yeah, we're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how we went from mirrors to surgeries. <laughs> well, lucid dreaming and that, well, yeah. and that slipped in there. So I like lost. Okay. I'm lost. I'm lost too. All right. Excuse me. Um. So 
there's an instance going throughout history of paranormal activity. Grabbing just getting ready to start talking about it now, Patrick. We waited for you to come back to start the second story. <laughs> <laughs> See? We knew. There are instances throughout history of paranormal activity gravitated towards mirrors, which takes various forms. One of the most common types of experiences are figures, shadowed apparitions and entities other than the person in the room appearing in a mirror or sometimes even passing through. And I, I wonder if that's why I don't like mirrors. Like, I know I'm going to see something if I keep staring into one. A normal mirror, like yeah, I know what you mean. The hair or whatnot. About the only thing I see is myself. Um, there are many reports of this happening, such as the cases one commentator named Destiny Globitz on the site of Quora, who says she has a spiritual advisor and explains one of her cases. One of my cases, a young woman loved mirrors. She would go to the yard sales, estate sales for unusual mirrors. That would be me. Yeah. One day. She found an old, beautiful mirror from ceiling to floor. She had a sensation something was trying to get her attention. Until one, um, until one day, she was looking at the window and said, show yourself to me and talk. This was a bad no-no, to say the least. Her family started arguing, getting sick, as well as her pets. Things started moving and disappearing. At that point, she contacted me. When I was in... When I found out through psychonomy or psychometry, a form of tool technique to communicate with spirit, um, we found out that the person who owned it was very a negative and vain person. When this person passed away and the mirror was sold to my client and the negative energy and spirit of this person was attached to the mirror. When my client said that she said to the mirror, she released the energy spirit in her home. The spirit fed off the negativity, negative energy becoming stronger, which allowed it to become a poltergeist. I had to do a cleansing of the whole family, the pets, the home, and most of the, most of all, trap the spirit within the mirror again through a technique, which is probably the devil's toy box that Eddie won't let me do. After the cleansing, the mirror was thrown away properly so it couldn't be ever used again. Once that was done, the pets, the home was back to normal, and the family was back to normal and healthy again. How do you destroy a mirror the right way? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Another account we allegedly have was someone, um, sort of a shadow person or even a demon using a mirror as a portal. The witness was apparently in his bedroom one night, which features a full-length mirror. When he, he saw... What when he saw lurking within it was a tall figure. I hate this site because it has bad. I don't think anybody likes their reflection. <laughs> he was lurking within a tall figure in a black clothing and a Quaker hat, which supposedly stepped right out into the real world. Now that would freak me out if I was looking in the mirror and I saw someone step out of the mirror. I'd be like, oh hell no. <laughs> the being was wearing a long black cloak and a Quaker hat. He had glowing red eyes, which sounds like the hat man shadow or the shadow man, the shadow hat man, whatever. The hat shadow man. <laughs> he had glowing red, red eyes. He floated along the floor three inches above the ground. No feet could be seen. Yet he was a present in a total physical three-dimensional form. The man who I'm talking about was fully awake. 
There was no dream. The bean asked the man if he would like to join them. Then the bean was meant to the man's uh, the bean was meant to be the man's spirit guide for life. In return, the man could receive all the material things that he could ever wish for. That sounds more like a gin. Um, fame as a movie star, immense riches, the girl for his wife, everything that he had been programmed to desire. The being was not there to sell the man on benefits. He was staring what, or just stating what the deal was. The being with the Quaker hat used a mirror as a portal, a portal to an unseen vortex that connects two places through time and space and even dimensions to other realities or timelines. Patrick says, as far as he knows, you have to wrap the mirror in a black cloth, take it outside and smash it. I've heard that too. I mean, I don't know if that's the correct way, but if that's what it is, that's what it is. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. Absolutely. Seriously, I've heard of that, but I, I mean, I'm just trying to think, how do you throw out a mirror the right way? <laughs> right. Uh, buried in a wooden box after painting it black. I have a crazy picture of me taking myself in a mirror. An Indian was paint was stained by my eyes. What crazy spirit saw itself? Wow. Okay. The Indian was in paint. Look, it was standing by her in the eyes. Like he was surprised he saw himself. Is that what you mean, Pammy? Pammy? Breaking a mirror is the fact that you instantly create a whole load of other mirrors. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That would be crazy. That would be crazy if a spirit, you saw a spirit looking at a mirror and it was like wild because it was looking at itself. And it's, you know what I mean? Like it probably hasn't seen itself and like, or what am I doing here? Or, yeah. How did I get here? I wonder if it like woke up its conscious. I mean, it's conscious. I, mean, I don't know. Hopefully you guys understand what oh. I mean. Missy, you speak Pamonese. <laughs> I do speak Pamonese. I speak a lot of these. I well, you know what it is? It's because I have Missyisms. <laughs> I have a lot of them. <laughs> so, you know, whenever I pronounce something wrong, I, I say it's a Missyism. And so I just base it off of there. I know how to speak all the nieces. <laughs> oh, it had war paint on itself. That well that's yeah, when I was saying it. That's what I was thinking, yeah. No, I'm the one that read it. Or, or when you were asking the question. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think, like, if you moved into a house that had a whole bunch of mirrors, do you think it would be more haunted because of those mirrors? Or do you think it's just... Depends on the people that were in the house before you. What did they do? Did they, did they create portals? You know, without knowing that they did. Right, right. So you did you know my real name is Marissa? I didn't. Really? Nobody's called me Marissa. Um, of course, they've called me Melissa. I tell them not to because they think they're bill collectors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have been called, like, people like to call me Misty or Mitzi. Mitzi. Mitzi's a big one. Mitzi's a big one. 
or lose like people over the phone when I'm working, you know, because, hey, thanks for calling Mountain Sky Hotel. This is Missy. May I help you? They're like, hey, Lucy. I'm like, that's not what I said, but all right. I'll, uh, well, I'll lie and say I'm Lucy. Well, we'll run with this one. <laughs> and somebody called back, well, Lucy said so. Jason be like, we don't have a Lucy. We don't have a Lucy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think so, so many mirrors in one room is why this hotel is the hotel. What hotel? She's in a hotel. But also, how many how many we, mirrors do you have in one room? I know we have one, one in our bathroom, one, one in the, in the hallway. hallway. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. We just have two. Nikki, in my younger days. That's one thing. When About three hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, oh yeah, with Cassie, I can see that. Well, that's so funny because I do have, I have a cousin named Casey, and I'll call her Cassie. She's got too many facing each other. At least ours are offset. Yeah, ours are offset, so we don't have to worry about that. Closes the portal. I get what you're saying. Okay, Patrick. (laughs) <laughs> the black cloth and so yeah. Oh hell no! I ain't standing in no room like that. Oh yeah, you got like like those closet doors. Yeah. I used to hate them. Well, thank God my mom didn't opt for that when, you know, because we had the sliding closing closet doors. Yeah. Thank God they didn't opt for that mirror. But a couple of my friends had that. I think Robin had that. I'm wondering if that magnet's starting to work. Why? What are you picking every up? Now, every now and then I just sit here and I'll get really lightheaded. And then it, it just passes. Maybe. We might be. Maybe. I mean, it is day 21. Yeah, same here, Andy. <laughs> gotcha, Patrick. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I think sometimes when someone uses your real name, it gives you... It gives them access to deeper part of you online. I should have known. Uh, yeah, I can understand that, Skook. I don't know. I, I've been called so many names, it's not even funny. Yeah, Pammy. Oh, I hate those doors. I, I don't. I just Andy, never understood it. And he says that people call him all kinds of names. Most of them are hilarious, but unprintable here. <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you, Skook. I mean, I don't have a, like, I don't know. They, like I said, they just give me the heebie-jeebies. Like, if I feel like if I was going to go stare at a mirror right now, I could draw, I could make something. <laughs> come, I don't know. Eli, is that, is that so you can watch yourself eating pizza while you're laying down? <laughs> Eli said he a mirror on the ceiling. <laughs> I can understand that, Scoop. Yeah. Hey, pay attention to the fizziness. Make sure it's not cardiac, bro. No, I, I it, it's nothing hurts. And it, it, hey, adventures. Hey, adventures with noobs. How are you? Welcome. It, it, it just, uh, it's real quick. At one point, you were talking in, in one of your words. Said we didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. And one of your words that you did was like, it got really loud. Just one, and then it went away. 
I wasn't frustrated. That's the only time electronics don't work around me is when I'm frustrated. But I swear to God, I'm not frustrated. <laughs> well, you're right, Pam. I mean, nothing has to hurt. And I I, I, I got to keep my eyes open about that anyways, because I have had a, a, a mini stroke. Patrick, I hear you, man. I hear you. Being a former military police officer, I've been called <laughs> lots of names. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> well, that's nice things. That's true, Scoop. Like your image, which has power, so does the spoken name. Uh, I appreciate it, noobs. Thank you so much. So far, I think everybody in here is doing pretty good. Hope you're yeah. uh, doing good, too. Having a good Monday. Not so bad. So, the Devil's Toy Box. I am going to talk about it because I want to do it. You can talk about it all you want, but you ain't doing it. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Eddie Miss. He's publicly declaring that she ain't frustrated. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't because then the computers will start going down and then I'll get frustrated more. You know how it works. <laughs> hey, you know, something's got to be going on. You got Sid's computer to shut off. I got Eli's to completely shut down. <laughs> See, Skook wants to know, what is the devil's toy box? I told her she can talk about it, but she ain't doing it. And it needs another wooden spoon. Uh-oh, did you break yours, Nicole, using it? See, Patrick would like to know about that, too. See? That's, you can talk about it, but you're not doing it. <laughs> a devil's toy box, also known as a paranormal toy box, is a small box. And you guys, once you hear this, you're going to be like, oh, I've seen that, or I know what that is. It's a small box that's normally cube-shaped with all inter internal faces are mirrored to make a complete mirrored chamber inside. The mirrored container is said to create a perpetual, a perpetual energy loop that can encourage spirits to come through to a physical realm and trap some... Oh, Thank Ron, you, Ron, you got me that time. She did. She jumped. <laughs> It's kind of like the same lines of uh, uh, an eternal mirror. What? Thank you, Ron, for the diamond. Much love, buddy. It, it, it's almost like uh, uh, for, I'm going like one of the mirrors. Like the eternal, yeah. eternity, or infinity mirror. Infinity mirror, that's it. Which I have two of. See, so I'd be perfect. Too bad. <laughs> uh, kind of like a, uh, yeah, kind of. Scoop, yeah, it has that, yeah. Patrick's heard of it before now. Yep, yep. This mirror container is said to create a virtual energy loop that encourages spirits to come through the physical realm and traps them inside of the box. It's based on the idea that ghosts are supposedly drawn to mirrors and the mirrors can act like windows or portals to another realm. But once a spirit passes through the box, it becomes trapped inside the mirror cube. And... Stories of mirrors attracting and containing spirits, or even demons, are nothing new. There are countless tales that have been told for generations about ghosts being seen in mirrors. Um, or coming out of mirrors, or having the ability to suck spirits in. You want to uh, explain the freaky geek real quick, because he's asking him uh, what a 
infinity mirror is. Oh, shit. Oh, hold on. I can get the one and show you. Maybe. Holy crap. What are you, what are you doing? How are you doing over there? trying to break everything. Let me turn it on first. Oh, crap. Are the batteries dead? Oh, there it goes. Switch is loose. Yeah. Oh, no, he was he, he, he was asking if that's the word you were. Well, that's an infinity mirror. Well, it's. I mean, not really an infinity mirror. It's a cheap, it's a cheap version of an infinity mirror. It's not a true one, but. Yeah, that's the one uh, she just held up. It was a infinity mirror with a light. Yeah, Ron. A true infinity mirror, I mean, if you're talking back in the day, is when they used to take, you know those candle holders that have mirrors pointing in? You ever see them? That's a true, like, open, I guess, doubles toy box. Okay. Where a candle can sit in the middle and you have two mirrors facing each other. That's like an old school, like, Wait, not old school, like way before old school. So, um, so what happens when you do get a spirit in there? There's taps. You can sometimes people have heard voices, um, hissing, buzzing, growls. You know, they've experienced this experimenting with the devil's toy box, right? And I want to do it. I would. I want. To just want to see if it works. It's an experiment, right? Now you can go to if you want to try a devil's toy box on a larger scale, then you might need to visit the old pictures house and haunted museum in Nottingham. The owners of the paranormal themed museum housed an iconic former cinema, and they've heard, turned one of its rooms into a huge. Devil's toy box. Yes, Patrick. It is basically a trap. Yeah. And Heather, there's been a few ghost shows that have used the uh, infinity mirror as a trap. And Andy, I think it would be funny as hell to get high and walk through a, a, a maze of mirrors. <laughs> oh, that would be bad. That would be bad. But I mean, it's just like it's like any other experiment, like a Ouija board using the Frank's box, glass learn. Swirling. I mean, but he won't let me do it. You guys talk him into it. That was a pretty good movie. Hey, maybe that's, I should make a card. (laughs) Make a card. Allowing Missy to make a devil's toy box. (laughs) Half-baked, yes, that was. That was a funny movie. That was a funny movie. One of the ghost shows one of those, but don't. Yeah, I I think Zach did use it one time. I don't think it was Zach. I thought he was one that, that used a, a mirror trap, or tried to use a mirror trap. Who is the one? No, who is that one group that always used to try to build the trap? Oh, go! Uh, not go slab. Um, Tennessee, Tennessee race chasers. Yeah, yeah, yes, I know. Yes, they, used, they used. That's right. That's what it was. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Well, no, that that wasn't a mirror that they used. That was a, a that was an actual trap, ghost trap. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. 
Yes, that the Tennessee go through. Uh, chasers. Chasers. <laughs> I, for some reason, that's just not, you know. They're the ones that did Haunted Towns. They did the live haunt. They used to do the live hunts. Well, they did a couple of them anyway. Um, and in every episode, at the end, they always try to build this trap in, in hopes that yeah. they could catch a spirit. That was cool to watch. I used to love it, yes. They never did catch one. No, one they thought they, they did. They thought they did, but they didn't get it. Yeah, it didn't. At least it didn't show in the Faraday box. Yeah. But to me, wouldn't it, putting something in the Faraday box, wouldn't it, I mean, I know, it, I don't know. To me, it's like, it'd be like passing it through a portal and like scraping it out or pushing it out to me. I don't know. They're really good, Heather. They're really good. Yeah, it, 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 they're kind of entertaining. Yeah, yeah. That one dude got such a southern draw on him. <laughs> that's true, Patrick. It could. It could. But that's why I want to do it. I want to experiment. Right, Scoop. But to me, it feels like if you're going to put something in a Faraday cage, it just, it's going to not let anything communicate at all, if that makes sense. It's it, like, it, it won't have enough energy. Yeah, because it can't break through that barrier. Yeah. Um, oh, we got more of the story we can do it over with? Or is that the end of the story? No, I still got Yeah. And so I, I just, that's the only thing I didn't understand about that show. Because I believe that big thing at the end was a big old Faraday cage. So to me, it was like they're pushing, as they're putting the item that they thought they trapped the spirit in, into the Faraday cage, that barrier's getting busted. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> you know me, but I, it's just how I think. Okay, so we have how to create an astral plane portal using a mirror. Yeah, Eli would be trapped forever. Cage full of pizza. Oh yeah, he would so be trapped forever. <laughs> if you open the box, right. you release exactly. the spirits inside. Well, now we know how to trap Eli. This is true. Freaky says we got the rest of the year to hear the stories, don't we? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> mirrors are not bad per se. One thing you need to remember is that mirrors and other reflective services are simply ordinary everyday objects until they start gathering energy. Once a mirror gains energy, then there, it may no longer remain just an ordinary object, but a powerful magical tool. Allow me to explain. Your mirror and your energy. Please do. <laughs> Every person's thoughts, emotions, desires, intentions, and actions are made of energy. So everything you think about, feel, want, wish, or your actions and your reactions all radiate energy. So what if I just got this whole thing? Oh, shit. <laughs> so, like, when I was younger and I used to be pissed off at somebody, I would go to my mirror and be tell that person off in the mirror, right? Not myself, but just 
pretend that the person was staring you're, you're projecting your energy towards so what if i like all these evil things in this mirror is like what i'm yelling at is making or kind of person that like practices their speech in front of the mirror right carol x013 hey carol how you doing hon so what if people that like practice their speaking in front of a mirror, but they're putting all that good quality speaking material into that mirror person and taking it away from them? I don't know. It's just how my brain works. Does that make sense to you guys? And Nicole, Andy would like to volunteer to go to the Faraday cage for you. <laughs> That's true love. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I mean, what if you're pushing all that anger that you're speaking? We're buffering now? Or what? We are? On D-Live. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't have... Am I buffering on um, YouTube? Are we buffering on YouTube? Or is it just DLive this time? Yes, chat. One of the two always, you know. Chat and YouTube seems to be going smoothly. If I could make sense of anything at all this week, Missy, I would be in a lot better place. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, I I don't know. That's just how my brain goes. So Heather, every, stay safe. Yes, please, Carol. No, Heather. She said oh, Heather. it's storming bad there right now. Oh, Heather, definitely be safe. Carol's cleaning up from the yeah, storm. Yeah, the storm. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not buffering for you, Ron. He's over on D-Live. Heather said it's okay on D-Live for me. So it's got to be your computer, for uh, Patrick. Yeah, Freaky Geek. But I'm just thinking, like, are you releasing those feelings? Or that self-confidence into the mirror. Remember the Saturday Night Live, Al Franken talking. Yes, I do remember that. Okay, too. Patrick said he's, it's back now. Okay. All right, so. Okay, so you're mirroring energy. So it all radiates energy into the mirror, right? Some of these energies that you admit, both positive and negative, get lodged and embedded in the objects around you. And more personal and per precise is the object to you. The more of your energy gets imprinted onto it. A mirror is very receptive to these energies because looking into the mirror is a very personal and intimate experience. Each time you look into a mirror, there's an urge of energy and a surge of energy that you admit. It could be dismay, vanity, pride, self-doubt, no, and so on. These energies get imprinted in the mirror that you're using. And even if you're not exactly thinking about yourself while you brush your hair, shave, your mind might may actively thinking about a memory, a future event, or someone you're angry with. These two are energies which get embedded into your mirror and they give it power. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. I don't see a name. Uh, Restream. Renator uh, Scoop Strange. Uh, she made a comment about her bathrooms from D Live. Oh, hey. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I would I, love to see your name. I don't absolutely. I, I'll say hello, but I'm not gonna butcher your name. Rickenul? <laughs> Does that sound right? Probably not. I have no idea. Welcome. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> pretty much anything can cause a residual haunting. Um. So, welcome to the stream. By the way, absolutely. Uh, Amir's cap capacity to receive so much of the person's energy is perhaps why the ancients believe that it can steal a person's soul. I'm sorry, I don't know Romanian. No, sorry. Well, I mean, I know of Romania. Well, yeah, but... Love walking out on a good storm, Heather. Let me tell you, I love good storms, good thunderstorms. I think I said that before. We don't have them here. Yeah. So used and antique mirrors. Now, if you bring a used and antique mirror into your house, chances are this mirror is embedded with lots of energy from a previous owner in the house where it used to be. The old owner or house is filled with, what were they filled with? Vanity, violence, such Fear. emotion. Huh? Fear? Yeah, such emotion like these, these energies will be in that mirror too. Mirrors and beings from astral plane. The energy that is gathered into the mirror may attract beings from other realms. They may try to get you, get to your our world using the mirror, and they may attempt to trick you, tempt you, deceive you, or scare you into inviting them into the human realm. The good thing is they can't really go through unless you invite them in, so they're like vampires. Mirrors and clairvoyant psychics. A psychic may use a mirror to look into the past, present, and future. Not only psychics, because a mirror is easy to focus on. Its smooth, reflective surface is both memorizing and calming. This is the kind of depth in the mirror that allows you to subconscious, let your subconscious mind relax and go deeper into the psychic mind. Used properly, a mirror can be an effective tool in enhancing your psychic abilities and provide you with clear insight about what has taken place, what's taking place, or what may take place in the future. Because a mirror has potential to be a powerful magical object, you need to take caution when using it. Here are some tips on how to use mirrors. It would be wise to use a mirror if just an object to see your physical self but not your inner self. For example, if you're trying to decide what to wear, you can look at yourself objectively, but avoid having thoughts on, oh, I look dreadful, or so-and-so will be so envious of me. We will prevent any negative psychic energy from getting lodged into the mirror. <laughs> that is true, Andy. That happens a lot. <laughs> at least with me. I've never seen that, Heather. I haven't either. But it is on my list of wanting to watch. Um, don't place mirrors facing your bed. You are more in tune with the non-physical realm when you're asleep. So being from the other side, you may try to contact they may try to contact you or even coax you into letting them through while you're asleep. A mirror by your bed is also another otherworldly being to deplete your you of energy. 
placing mirrors in your house strategically, for example, use mirrors to brighten up the room and make it look larger. This allows po positive energy to freely flow in your, flow in your home. Yeah, I think that yes, person, Patrick. I think that person might have left. Oh, he could have. He, she, I don't, I don't, I don't know where many of. <laughs> and don't put a mirror directly facing your door as the positive energy the energy homes will be deflected back out which i know i read a lot of tai chi and not tai chi but feng shui feng shui feng shui that too and uh yeah i remember mirrors are a big part of that uh mirrors can be as powerful as you make them to be used properly Mirrors can be an excellent ornament to have inside your house or office. Great and thanks, a powerful psychic tool that can also be carried with you. So pretty, pretty wild, you know? Learned a lot about mirrors today. What's that? We learned a lot about mirrors today. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Your camera keeps flickering in and out. Does it? Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. I'm flashing. That's me flashing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scoot. Hurry back. So the last story I have. I'm not going to get through it. you got seven minutes. We can't get through a story in seven minutes. <laughs> We've never gone through a story in seven minutes. <laughs> I mean, we can give it a shot. Speed read. I don't know if I can. I have a trouble <laughs> reading. I don't know what that is. What was that? What was what? Did you not hear that? Oh, maybe it was a, on here. Maybe it was a ad or something. No, because I didn't hear it. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe what I just heard it. I. <laughs> I all of a sudden heard a, like a beat to a song and I'm like, where is that? I thought it was a notification that I forgot about that I put on or something. Story in two seconds. Yeah. Okay. No. Cause he said, once upon a time, then. <laughs> all right. Then. then I won't do the story. I told you, you get it done in six minutes. I can't do it in six minutes. You know me. Come on now. Because you know somewhere. Not with you interrupting me. <laughs> it's Andy's fault. <laughs> Damn it, Andy. What the hell? It's, it's Andy running and freaky geek. They always make me stop. Now he's blaming all you guys. See how he is? I tell you. Welcome to my world. That's been noted. Thanks, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, I but tell this you. This is the best way to end the show. Huh? Who are you on? You, your camera just did it again. Probably because I'm like, yeah, I know. What are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? Your camera is steadily blinking it, gray. It's OBS. They're like, it's time to wrap up the show, damn it. It's not their freaking problem. 
It's Ron's fault. <laughs> Freaky Deek, listen, I don't want to hear about your exploits there. You're hooking. <laughs> no, I know what you mean, though. I can crochet. I like crocheting. Well, I like crocheting my fingers still. Because I have this problem. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that, but that's right, Andy. It is an old bastard system. That's what OBS is. Oh, I thought it meant syndrome. <laughs> old bastard syndrome? Are you saying I'm an old bastard? No, I am. That's why it keeps blinking on me. Are you oh, it's, it's your eyes. It's your system. <laughs> Other crochets, too. Awesome. My mom was a big crocheter. She used to make everything from blankets to doilies. I used to hate. I always have to roll the yarn into balls for my mom. I had to do that too. And it was like one of my chores. It wasn't something that I did to be nice. Eli, why are you sad? Don't be sad. Macrame. I'm actually picking up. I, you know what? It's funny you said macrame. Because I was learning. I was reading about doing macrame. Um with my dream catchers. See, I, I don't I know how to crochet. The only thing I know how to do is pay somebody to do it for me. <laughs> I can crochet, but just not, not a lot. <clears throat> oh, and I do still have to go to the post, post office. office today. Yes. Yes, he does. It definitely should be there today. <laughs> and he's like, I can't spell syndrome, Anthony. <laughs> I know, I read that. <laughs> oh, really? I will definitely check it out, Lindsay. <laughs> Patrick Patrick, he says, likewise, I need to have a lot about paying somebody to do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to get mad at me because she'd be like, I'm going to make you an afghan. What colors do you want? And I'll be like, Blue and black? And she's like, why? <laughs> she's like, black is the hardest color to crochet. Sorry. Because my mom was one that was very particular on a crochet. Like, she'd get big. I remember her making these big-ass doilies for big round tables. And, like, she'd have a mistake in the middle of it. And she'd pull that thing all the way out. And I'm like, why? Nobody's going to notice. She's like, I notice. Hi. Start wrapping this up. I saw. I told you I got your khaki Christmas. <laughs> I love it. Lindsay, I love it. Mrs. Kitten's back. Hey, welcome back, Kitten. How are you? So, guys, you know what time it is. It's that time. It's that time. <laughs> That's what time it is. <laughs> Where we all head over. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, that drives me nuts. Where we head over to that channel right there that I shared. And I put 200 lemons in the chest. We're going to go ahead and drop them in a few minutes or a few seconds, I should say. So hype up that chat. Hype it up. Hype it up. Bye, Lisa. Welcome back, Scoot. You're back. Take care, Lisa. 
back just in time to hear the ending of the show. <laughs> I know. You see how he is? So I want to say fist bumps, hugs, stay safe, stay strong. Maybe I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm not sure. He might. He might come in to half of it. Yeah. So get on over to D-Live. Hey, Skip. She's over in D-Live. Are you guys ready for the lemon drop? Get your lemons. I have clicked the chest. I am distributing the rewards. Andy says you put 200 lemons down your chest, Missy. I did. Fruity. That's right. That's right. 20 seconds to go. Click that. If you don't see it pop up, click on the chest and it should bring it up. Get your lemons. Uh, bless you, Team Nicole. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Appreciate it. Enjoy I hope guys, every single one of you. Yeah, definitely. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Oh, Ron, that's awesome. Wow. He gifted Heather a one-month subscription. Thank you so much. Ron, you're so sweet. So the lemons came up, and Patrick got 67.6. Heather got 30 point, 39.2. Ron got 28.6. Eli got 22.9. Sid got 19.3. I don't know if anybody else got any more. Did Freaky get any? I don't know. Freaky, did you get any? Did Freaky make it over to Restream? I don't know. Freaky! I think Freaky left us. I missed his buy if he did. Oh, I'm oh, glad you, you liked Patrick. it, Patrick. I'm glad you liked it. I hope everybody loved the show today or liked the show today. We tried it. We tried it. Wow, Ron. Ron. Ron just. Uh, Thank you for the lemon. Ron gifted Eli a one month subscription. We, we try to keep it on a serious level and entertaining at the same time. Definitely. To keep Heather, you guys interested. Heather, thank you so much for the five lemons, hon. I appreciate it. So we've appreciated it so much. <laughs> Freaky didn't get on it. I think Freaky left. Freaky? Huh. Well, that was not right. Ron is on a roll today with these subs. I know. Ron, thank you so much. You're such a sweetheart. I tell you, with everything, I'm... I was trying to see if I seen Freaky Geek say bye. No. I hope maybe he lost internet right at the wrong time. Maybe, or he was trying, I don't know. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for being here. Each and every one of you are so appreciated. I hope you guys know that. Maybe, Andy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Patrick. We're all human. You know, we love to laugh, and but we want to get these stories out, too. But that's exactly why I... I Thank you for the follow, Real Life YT. Wow, Real Life, thank you. But this is why I started my show for Saturdays and Sundays. Just to sit and laugh. Yeah, exactly. Always do you remember that Eddie does his shows on Saturdays and Sundays, which is just basically coming in and talking shit. It's an no. open forum, just no religion, no politics. Thank you, Sid, thank for you, the Sid. lemons. I appreciate it. We appreciate it so much. I'll get this week. Oh, no. oh, Lindsay, you're welcome. I'm glad you enjoy it. 
I, I'm really glad you guys enjoy the shows. Okay. Ron's a mooner. Yeah, what else is new? Ron's mooning over there. Again, I got to go get ready to go to the post office. Yes. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. Be safe. Just a shit and what, Betty? <laughs> <laughs> and remember, guys, try to find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. Tomorrow is True Crime Tuesdays. We got some stories of missing 411 people, where that, what happened, some murders, some not knowing what's going on, missing people. With Patrick Miss. Sorry I missed it. It's anyways. Sorry you missed what? Thank you for the ice cream, Joanne. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Because I'm not her co-host. She appreciates it. Oh, I think his shows, your shows. Oh, oh, and it, it's okay. I mean, if you can make it, you can make it. Yeah. But yeah, just, just Saturdays and Sundays is open forum. We just sit, laugh, and have fun. Okay, Pammy. All right. I will definitely get them all situated and um, we'll show them. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Scoop. Very much appreciated. And she said you had the permission for the pics. Yeah. Day 15? What about day 15? No. no what are you talking about? We're past day 15 with the magnets. If that's what you're talking about. Today was like day 21. Andy, you're in a flashback. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Day 15? Day oh, Speaking of that, Andy, I did listen you to your, the shit out of I'm me. sorry, the MP3 that you sent, that, oh my God, that was amazing, dude. Pam, you have a great day too. That was amazing. Yeah, that sounded sweet. The gift. Oh, oh, because, uh, um, Ron gifted. Oh, day 22, you Muppet. Today was day twenty. Day today was day twenty-two. I'm so confused now. I I, I have no idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> but that was awesome, Andy. I could sit there and listen to that music and just touch out. Yeah, I mean, really, that is very very freaking cool. Cool. I'm oh, gonna, cool. I'm gonna have, I'll look for it. Yeah, I'm going to have to find it because, dude, that music was phenomenal. Freaky Geek. There he is. Oh, he's back. Yeah, you missed the chest. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Today is day 22, not catch 22, day 22. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're then day 20. Today was day 22. Okay. All right. So now we got that straight. Uh, thanks, Scoops. Welcome back, Freaky Geek. Unfortunately, yes, you missed the chess. I'm sorry. Yeah, we just been said. We were worried about you, though. They were, we were like, well, I didn't see Freaky Geek say goodbye because we asked. Yeah, you just kind of went poof. He went poof. Don't understand it anyway. <laughs> they don't. I don't. Oh, there you is Pammy talking about uh, the chest? I think so. If you're talking about the chest, Pammy, what it is, is basically we get paid for watching streams and 
being on streams, live streams. So when I do the chest, I do it every day that I go live, the last part of the The last couple of minutes. And what it is, when I click on the chest, you guys need to, it'll either pop up saying distributing rewards now, and you hit that button, or if it doesn't pop up after I tell you, hey, I opened up the chest, hit on the chest that you see there, that yellow thing, and um, you will get Lamones. Hopefully. Hopefully. If you fast enough. Yeah. It depends. If you type more in DLive chat, you'll get more lemons, basically, is what it is. Yes. Today, composition. Big word for something <laughs> made up. It's more meditation. Thank you, Thank you for the ice cream, Freaky Gee. So Much love to you guys. Well, I'm sorry, what? Uh, I'm just going to say that, uh, thank you for uh, showing up today, guys. It was it was a lot of fun, and um, we're, we are definitely glad you enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you for watching, of course, in DLive and YouTube and Trevo. Thank you for listening on the podcast. Thank you for listening on Vlog Talk Radio, the podcasts everywhere else, Facebook, wherever you're listening from. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you appreciate each and every one of you and we will see you tomorrow for thriller or no for true crime Tuesday. Tuesday but like I said I might not see you guys I might be able to make it back before the end of the show we'll see how long that computer training takes yeah so unless <laughs> if that doesn't happen then um uh oh look. sure uh hold on one second Lindsay I can get that for you I don't have D Live. Yeah, I don't yeah, have do. D Live. It's have right D-Live. there, Lindsay. And all all my links are down below in the description. At least they should be. All right, guys. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow. And uh be safe out there. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.